How's it going, everyone? This is Edgar otra vez with another episode of the Floro Podcast. We have special guest Chris Chikubiak, and he is the owner and operator of Hustle Fitness. He is a personal trainer there and just an all-around great dude. Now, before we go on, don't forget that you can always go to our website at thefloorrollpodcast.com, where you can find a complete catalog of all our episodes, along with our store, where you can buy stuff like wall art and a cup and a t-shirt. Also, don't you forget, you can find us on Instagram under the name The Flow Roll. And you can find me, Edgar Otraves, on Instagram under the name Edgar Otraves. Now, me and Chris, we go over a bunch of things. Uh, we talk about personal fitness. We talk about jujitsu. Chris is also a brown belt in jujitsu. So just a well-rounded dude, knows a lot about fitness and a lot about sometimes the mentality that some people get into when it comes to fitness and he's got a great perspective and so like he not only looks the part but he's a very good dude and really cares about the people that he helps at his gym so i hope you like the podcast i hope you find it very informative and if you're struggling with fitness i hope this motivates you i really do um anyway on with the show Turn up all right so welcome to another episode of the flow Road podcast this is edgar otra vez and today on the show from Hustle Fitness, we have Chris Chikubiak, who's going to be here talking to us about jujitsu, Hustle Fitness, and a bunch of other stuff. So how are you doing, Chris? I'm great. Thanks for having me, uh, Mr. Ultraves. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you for using the uh, the actual name and uh -huh. not, <laughs> not, not doxing me. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's funny because... Um, like I'll I'll get people on the show and I'll use their whole name and they'll uh, get pissed off. I'm like I'm sorry, man. Really? Why? Well, it's just like uh, like uh, we have professional lives and we have okay, we yeah, have, yeah, yeah. You know, okay. we have this, yeah. you know, and so we kind of uh -huh. like want to keep the things separate, uh, especially like okay. some of the things that I do. Um, they want us to like my my job job uh -huh. would like for us to like use our social media and i'm like you don't want me to use my social media man <laughs> <laughs> i swear and do all kinds of silly stuff on there so i try to keep my work life and the podcast life separated separated uh -huh. and that's a lot for um the the people who are like the regulars on the show for me okay so but yeah so anyway um so you were telling me you're you have a hustle fitness in the city in chicago yes yep but you're going to open a new one in Willowbrook. Yeah. So I just signed a lease last week. So yeah, I've got the the hustle. My first hustle fitness uh, location I opened uh, in the city in Lincoln Park 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Yeah. So I thought uh, 10 year anniversary, you know, what What better than to uh, roll the dice and try opening a second one out here in the suburbs. So yeah, uh, yeah I looked around a bit and then uh, I found this space in Willowbrook kind of kind of randomly i was kind of just looking around i saw they had a, a vacancy and then ended up talking to the landlord and then you know after a few weeks of kind of debating it just pulled the trigger nice the lease. yeah so um i really dig i haven't seen in person the the studio you have in chicago but yeah. i've seen a lot of pictures and stuff uh -huh. you have like the dopest graffiti stuff on the wall oh yeah thank you and thank i've you. been dying to go over there just to look uh -huh. at the art just yeah. to look at the art and uh, there, you know, also of course you know to take some of your classes and stuff but it's yeah. in the city and stuff but but like well you won't have any excuse when i open the new one it's yeah no i'll definitely run in there yeah <laughs> i'll absolutely look in there so who does all the stuff for that 
So oh. it's actually a, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Richard Ramirez. Oh, okay. I figured it was him. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Richard uh, does, Richard's my head coach. Uh-huh. Um, and Richard and I have known each other almost since we opened. He was one of the first um, members of Hustle Fitness uh-huh. that I had. Um, I think he, yeah, he joined within our first year of opening. Um, and yeah, and then he, you know, he's, he's been working for me for, um, about seven years now as my head coach. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, he does all the graffiti there. Um, we've, some of it we've kind of, um, we've added over time. Mm-hmm. Um, and some, we even had our like members kind of, uh, design themselves. Like we have, um, six pull-up bars along one wall that we kind of use as stations for people. And then we have different kind of like inspirational terms, like, you know, one just says stronger, another one says persist, uh-huh. um, no excuses. And we had the members pick the words that, that went under there. And then Richard, um, when, you know, tagged it up, tagged it I up. guess. So yeah, but he's a very, very talented guy. We yeah. Of, like I was looking at, it, I was just like, wow, uh-huh. look at all that stuff. And I was like, I remember seeing that. And then as, as soon as, like, I think the last piece I saw was that vertical piece you guys put up not too long ago. It was like a, up on a wall and it was like, I can't remember what it said. But, so yeah, we have uh, in the back uh-huh. um, along, um, we, have, we have pretty tall ceilings uh-huh. um, there in the city. They're probably, I don't know, over 20 feet. But um, yeah, it says hustle fitness, like vertically on each wall. Uh-huh. And then the other walls we have... Um, it also says Hustle Fitness, but then it says Lincoln Park. No, I'm sorry. It says Lincoln Park and then Chi Town. Okay. Because I, so. I, I saw it and then I sat there and I started drawing. And it was just like, gonna, <laughs> I got to figure out how to like tag something because I want to put something on the walls in, down here. But oh, yeah. I thought about it and then I like, I'll talk myself out of it. And then I'll, you know, I'll get, I'll see stuff like that. Uh huh. And I'll like sit there. I was like, I got to come up with something. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I just haven't had the, the balls, I guess, is basically what it is. Because like then you yeah. know, it's going to be on the wall. Yeah, that's yeah. on the wall for a while. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so then, you know, I mean, 20 years from now when we sell this place, you know, like. Someone will walk in and see Ultra Vase. On the wall. And they'll be like, I don't know what, what that, that means. I don't know if I want this. This place looks ghetto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, uh, but I like it how it looks at your place because you make it look classy and it's like cool, yeah, you know. Yeah, it definitely, it, I feel like it attracts a lot of people. A lot of people, when they come in, they say it looks really cool. And that's part of it, too. You want this space to be, um, you know, kind of welcoming or, like, you want it to, like, inspire people. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, a lot of times it's, like, when people are, you know, going about their day, you know, they have a rough day at work, they have a rough day at home. It's kind of like when they go to the gym, it's, like, you know, kind of a place where they can escape and it can be kind of the best part of their day. Yeah. You know, so that's kind of the the vibe that we were we were trying to go for. So is that what you guys are going to try to do with the Willowbrook place when, it, when it's time for you guys to start designing the place? Yeah, yeah. So they're doing the build out right now. Hopefully it'll be finished in, uh, you know, the next few weeks here and then we can start, you know, getting equipment in there and getting mm-hmm. it all set up and kind of putting the, the final finishing touches on it but yeah i've talked to richard already he's gonna come out here nice um, yeah and uh and put some artwork on the walls and stuff so yeah i can i can ask him to swing by here on his way dude that would be on awesome. his way back and he can he yeah, could, do something for you yeah maybe maybe he could talk to me about what he would like to do up in here that yeah, would be yeah, awesome because i think part of it part of it too is it's like uh i don't know the medium as well 
as he does. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I, I, I don't really either. He's, I mean, he's super talented. Yeah. He, he finished those really, really quick. Yeah, I um, could, I, I so. could see someone with talent like that be able to do. I'm a digital artist, so I do. Okay. Yeah, I do a lot of stuff digitally, and so like even when I do stuff by hand, uh-huh. I'll scan it in, throw it in the computer, and fuck with it in the computer. But like with the computer, it's like you can fuck up all you want. You know, and you could just yeah. undo it or save a file and then try again. You know? Uh huh. Yeah, you mess up on the wall. <laughs> it's it's there for a while. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to paint over. You can't just undo. You know, you can't yeah, control uh, Z this and then like, have it <laughs> go back a step. You know, it's just like you fucked up. You fucked up. You know. What so, kind of uh, digital art do you do? I do a lot of uh, like I was doing some um, some stuff for t-shirts and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, I haven't been able. To, like one of the things I want to do is is uh, create like a comic book and stuff. Oh, okay. A martial arts themed comic yeah, book. Yeah. I haven't gotten around to it only because, uh, funny thing, I said, I'm going to start promoting myself using a podcast. <laughs> and then the podcast just took over and now I don't do any art, you know? So it's like, uh-huh. I do art, but it's like all like promotional stuff for the, for, yeah. the, for the, so I opened for Photoshop. Work. Technically it's art, but it's not, you know, it's just stuff for the, for the podcast. It's not uh-huh. really stuff where i feel like i'm i'm doing anything really creative i'm just creating content you know uh-huh. uh not that it's a bad thing i actually enjoy all that you know because it's yeah. nice to sit there a lot of the files are already ready to go mm. just crack the stuff open drop what i'm gonna do boom 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 i'm done you know and i'm out but um but yeah to to, to the the reasoning for 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 starting the podcast was to kind of promote myself as an artist and i haven't been doing any art so it's kind of like no it's not you know i can't you know it's fine but you know it's just like i gotta get back to the art eventually so Uh but uh so you're also a brown belt in jujitsu and you're and so is richard richard's a a purple belt uh richard's a blue belt oh okay okay he's been blue belt for a long time yeah i've been a purple belt for a long time yeah yeah like a good i don't know it feels like five years now i think Uh uh-huh this has been a Uh, while yeah, I think I I've been brown belt for three years. I was purple belt for three years. Mm-hmm. Blue belt, I was on blue belt for two years, and then I think I was white belt for three. Yeah. So yeah, I guess I've been training ten years total. Yeah, something like that. Part of the, you know, I mean, part of the Is problem. How long you've been? You've been? I've been training right around the same time. I know that. I started training uh, right before my daughter was born, so twenty ten. Okay. Um, yeah. So. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, but you know, like, like yourself, I'm sure you've had a lot of stops and starts, and you know, yeah, like a few. You yeah. know, so like one of the things that happened was I moved out here, and it got increasingly difficult to continue to go yeah. where I was going before. Mm-hmm. And then I just, I just stopped. You know, you just it would just yeah. got to be too much. And then I started training with Mac over at that other gym mm-hmm. that is now gone, um, and. Uh, then he moved us out of there and we went to the other place. But so uh, there's been a lot of like pauses, the pandemic. So, I mean, yeah, some guys still trained through the pandemic, mm-hmm. which was admirable. You know, I wasn't going to do it. I'm a chicken. But <laughs> I play, I play us like a more, a more conservative hand when uh-huh. it comes to those kind of things. But yep. Yeah. You know, but as far as for your training and stuff, you, 
So you've been so you've been a brown belt for you said like the last three years under Mac. I think something like that. Yeah, Mac yeah. Mac the knife. Mac the knife. Mark Daly. Mark Daly, yeah. a uh, Carlson Gracie black belt. Yeah, third um, degree black belt. I think. I, I believe. Yeah, I believe I he's so. a third third degree. Um. So, but yeah, like so. Um. When when you when you're gonna open the new facility, are you gonna bring in jujitsu? Are you? Is that uh, still kind of up in the air? Yeah, it's still kind of up in the air right now. You know, obviously, you know, I love jujitsu. I'd love to have a jujitsu program there. But mm. I think like at first I'm going to focus a little bit more on hustle fitness and what we do there, which is metabolic resistance training or oh. metabolic strength training. Mm. So essentially we do like 30, 35 minute workouts. Um, it's all towards helping like busy professionals like lose body fat, build lean muscle tone. So describe this a little more like this yeah. metabolic what was the phrase metabolic resistance training or oh. metabolic strength training so what is that exactly what is it's just essentially we're combining uh strength exercises and some cardiovascular exercises mm. or metabolic work together mm. and you're doing it in a way that's still you know trying to maximize strength as much as you can um, but then it's also doing it in a way that keeps your heart rate elevated mm -hmm. the whole time. So you're, you're burning a lot of calories at the same time too. So like traditional strength training, people think, okay, I'm going to do, um, you know, three sets of 10, I'm going to rest a minute or two in between my sets to let myself recover. But like the way, the way we train people, we may do an upper body exercises or upper body exercise mm -hmm. for say you know, five reps or 10 reps or whatever it is, you know, that, that can kind of, that variable can kind of change depending on the workout we're doing or the resistance we're using. Um, and then we would do a lower body exercise almost immediately after. Mm. And then we can go back and forth between the upper body exercise, the lower body exercise. So it's maximizing the recovery time, but also maximizing your time spent doing those. So, so what does so um this would probably like look like maybe kettlebell training uh, a bunch of other stuff like what uh, does this look like from the outside if somebody passes by and I don't know anything about what you're doing what yeah. would you guys be doing in the gym so would you be sprinting would it be chin ups all of the above something else yeah I mean the basic four movements that we do and you can kind of group almost any movement into one of these four things it's either like a push or a pull mm -hmm. or a like an upper body push or pull or it's like some type of hinge movement like a deadlift or a kettlebell swing or it's like some type of squat motion okay um squat or like a lunge something along those lines so basically everything's going to be grouped in those so um, yeah, chin-ups are something that we do, um, sprinting, it kind of depends on the individual because we have, you know, a variety of different people with different, you know, backgrounds. Like I train, I've trained a lot of people that, you know, that I train jujitsu with mm -hmm. and they tend to be more on the athletic side. Um, on the other side of that, I have other people that, you know, have never worked out a day in their life and they're sitting behind a desk all day. So yeah. we may not have them doing as high impact exercises like sprinting, um, or, you know, some of the other like kettlebell exercises, but they could be doing something alongside of them. Like, um, you know, we'll use uh, battle ropes a lot because mm -hmm. it is pretty, um, you know, it's a high reward exercise, lower risk. Um, so we try to incorporate a lot of things like that where people, um, 
you know, I have people in their, their sixties and seventies that can, you know, slam the ropes and, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of fun for them too. I'm sure you got like a 20 year old nerd who can't even like sprint, <laughs> can't even run across the room. I mean, you don't want that guy pulling a yeah, hammy. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. It's all about, you know, see what's appropriate for people. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. And yeah, we do have, I mean, some of the, the, the people we have who are in their like sixties and seventies, yeah, are definitely in better shape than yeah. a lot of people that I see that are in their, their twenties. Yeah. Why, why do you um, think that is? Well, hustle fitness. Uh, you no, know, but <laughs> well, of course, right? No, but I mean, in terms of like, you get the clientele walking in, yeah. and like, you got a more healthier, you know, middle-aged person versus mm-hmm. the younger guy coming in, and he's all tubby. Like, yeah, I mean, it's all you know, it's all about consistency. Like, it's all about building habits over time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one thing I always say, it's like, it's not that. You know, it's not that it gets any easier. It's just that you get stronger. So the things that were hard for you on day one are going to be that much easier on day 30. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the let's say we're doing 10 pull-ups. Like, that's never going to change. It's always going to be, you know, 10 pull-ups, depending mm-hmm. on, you know, what your body weight is at the time. But, like, if you practice it for a while, you know, and maybe you get up to doing 20 pull-ups, you know, 10 is going to seem easy to you, but it hasn't changed necessarily. It's still 10, 10 pull-ups, 10 chin-ups. Yeah. But 20 is kind of the new, you know, that's the hardest thing for you to do. Whereas like maybe starting out five is really hard and then that gets easy. So over time. So I, I have friends and people and people that I know. And uh, I mean, and, and I, I can probably include myself in this, in this category, but it's just like, they're, there are people who who have a hard time like mm-hmm. actually doing this stuff and having yeah. the courage to to walk into a place like yeah, this. Yeah, I think that's everybody. Yeah, I think it's a lot of people. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. mean, and I remember, as I, I, I've said this before on the podcast, but I remember when I was 18 and I'd go to the gym and I'd, you know, I'd get ready for sparring or whatever uh-huh. and I'd be sitting there and I'd, you know, watch the people, the normals running around in the circle trying to do, you know, uh, the class. And I'm like, Phew you guys can't do a push-up like what's wrong with you just do the push-up quit you know belly aching and, and do the push-up but now that i'm middle-aged and a fatty you know i realize oh shit push-ups are hard you know yeah, <laughs> you know and it's just like uh-huh. and, and jumping jacks they're hard too like those, yeah. those are not easy you know like uh-huh. so like uh for a person for a person that that is at like a very heavy weight or at you know at a you know, at a, at a point where they really could use the fitness, you know, how would you encourage them, especially if they don't have the dollar, how would you encourage them to be like, Hey, you know, the thing you need to do is you need help and I can help you. Like, how would you convince this person? Cause like, yeah, I like, yeah. not to interrupt, but like, I know people and I'm like, dude, just, just get a train, just get a trainer. Mm-hmm. You know, I know it's, it's difficult and it, and it, you know, you don't have the money for it, but you don't know what you're doing. And a trainer can help you. Mm-hmm. Like, how how would you convince this person? What are the things that you can offer a person, like a fatty like myself? How would you convince me to come into you? Because I, I like myself, I could, I need it, you know. Or this uh, customer needs it. Yeah, um, you know, I think for one, so kind of backing up a bit, I think a lot of it is, you know, it's not it. it everybody I feel like gets, um, intimidated, like doing something new, like anything new, mm-hmm. you know, cause it's kind of scary. Cause you don't know like what to expect. Um, but like, even for myself, like as a trainer and you know, right now I don't feel like I'm confidently in the best shape 
myself that I've been in because, mm-hmm. um, you know, we just moved out here and we've been kind of transitioning. So I haven't been like on my routine as much as I normally dude, am. Dude. You know, and I know a lot of people hate it when I but, yeah, talk dude. that way. Yeah, like, yeah dude. Um, it's just like you, you got like no body fat. You well, got all these tattoos. Been, <laughs> it's just like, oh, but, you know, I'm not in the best shape of my life. But, but yeah. You know, well. But you see, that's the other thing, yeah. too. It's just like they come into a place and they see a dude like you. And I'm like, I can't, yeah. I can't be and this I, guy. And I totally get that. Yeah. yeah. Um, the whole thing is though, like I feel intimidated when I'm going into a new gym, mm-hmm. like having trained jujitsu for, you know, 10 years, being a brown belt, going to other gyms. It's like, you know, I don't know what to expect here. Like, are people going to try to kill me? Yeah. Like, is it gonna be, am I going to be able to do this? Am I going to be able to keep up? Like, what are people going to be like? Are they going to be nice? Are they going to be judging me? And that's going through everyone's head. Mm-hmm. So I think like for one, like for a lot of people, like that can be very validating. Um, like we, um, we do these like challenges sporadically throughout the year where people kind of come together and we give them a meal plan. We give them some other resources, just help them. And, and a lot of it's just like, you know, I don't expect, you know, you to follow the meal plan the same way that, you know, Richard's going to follow the meal plan or that Mm -hmm. I'm going to follow the meal plan. Cause we're all starting at like different levels. Like maybe you have like a big kitchen and you have, um, which you do have a nice kitchen. No, thank you. <laughs> but um, let's say, you know, you have a bunch of stuff to prep your food and mm. you have um, a spouse who's going to help you prep that food. But like maybe this other person doesn't have anybody helping them. They don't have um, a very, maybe they live in a studio apartment. Maybe they don't have a lot of the same resources. So, you know, you're starting at different levels, but it's more about like, hey, what can we do to to figure this out together and, and help one another to move to that next place and mm-hmm. accomplish um, your goal. So with, with those challenges, the last few times we've done them, we did some group calls where people kind of got together and just talked about, you know, some of the challenges they had. And I think mm-hmm. the biggest thing for that for people was that it helped validate some of their concerns so they know, okay, I'm not the only one who's struggling with this stuff. Yeah. I'm not the only one who's scared to go into this gym or fearful of like, you know, what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, so really for me, it's like just being very welcoming, like, Hey, you know, yeah, this is, you know, this isn't easy. The hardest thing is walking in the door. Yeah. Once you walk in the door, it's all, you know, smooth sailing from there. That's, like that's always the hardest thing for people. That's a great point. Um, by the way, my, uh, you talking about food is making my stomach growl. <laughs> I'm sitting here. We'll get some lunch after this. <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, but uh, so if if the mic is picking it up, that's my stomach. It's not like some cat or whatever. Uh, but anyway, um, somewhere around here. Uh, yeah, there's there's I, I'm sure there's there will there's not much to eat. We're kind of like in a weird kind of place where it's like there isn't a lot of good food. Like yeah. there's there's McDonald's and there's Burger King. Yeah, you know nothing like oh I can go to the Chipotle. Yeah, you know? there's not the yeah you know like the healthier options. Uh-huh. But yeah, we'll 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 go someplace. But uh, if you got time. Um, yeah. Uh, but one, I, I love how you said that sometimes going to a gym is intimidating because, uh, hell, I mean, um, when and I, I w- think also, I think most gyms and most gym owners are, they're not, um, you know, they're not the globo gym that like you see in the movie dodgeball, you know, I think that's actually a lot more rare that you have individuals like that and mm-hmm. places like, I think most people are very accepting, but you know, it's kind of like it is that like fearful thing where that's the image that like people kind of have yeah. and it's not necessarily the reality, but a lot of times, you know, our perception of things is, is our reality. Yeah. And if it, it's, yeah. So it's just hard to, 
get past that a lot of times for people. 100%. 100%. Cause like, uh, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I ran down to, to, to Cleveland to go see, you know, John over at hurricane and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like it never occurred to me like, oh, you know, maybe, you know, these people are going to be judging me or something. But once I stopped on the mat, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm in a new gym. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm like, uh -huh. oh, I got to be careful, you know, like because one of the things I didn't want to happen was I didn't want to get hurt. I didn't yeah. want to go. I didn't uh -huh. want to be. First of all, I didn't want to look like the spaz. Right. I didn't want to be the, the yeah. guy that just went nuts. Uh -huh. and, and you've been training for a long time. And yeah. You have good skill. But it's like, yeah, if you're going to a new place like that, you're still going to be a little bit like yeah okay so like, you don't know what to expect you don't know what to expect so like i didn't want to first of all i didn't want to make myself look bad or anybody i train with look bad like i didn't mm -hmm. want to you know make mac or daniel viana look bad so like because i feel like everywhere i go i kind of ref, you know I, I bring them with me kind of yeah right which is good yeah so um so i don't want to look bad and make them look bad but also like i didn't want to get hurt you know mm -hmm. so i you know i played a very defensive game whoever and there was a yeah. couple guys there was one guy who came up to me he had like the cauliflower ear. he was like you want to roll next i'm like i'm gonna take a break because <laughs> i'm like because uh, all i could think about was like i don't want to be in the hospital in cleveland <laughs> you know like uh, you know 200 or a thousand miles or whatever away from from chicago you know? yeah like i, I don't want to be in the hospital here this is like i'm gonna take a break but we'll roll after and uh, then and then I just sat around and this is like, you know, I, I, I didn't do it on purpose, but then like, you know, he was like scawking around. I'm like, I think that guy, he really wants to roll. I don't want to roll with a guy who really wants to roll, you know? So I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to take it easy. I'm not going to get my ego up. I'm not going to like try uh -huh. to prove yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to, I just want to come here have a good time. Roll. I rolled very defensively. I didn't, you know, uh, I played a very safe game. Mm -hmm. I didn't do anything wacky. Um, I rolled with John. It was great rolling with John. Yeah. Uh, um, he, you know, I, I tried hard with him and I knew I was safe with him, uh, but I didn't, uh, he, he, he got like a, uh, omoplata, I think it was. Okay. You know, yeah. So I was just like, God damn it. <laughs> but you know, he's a black belt, you know? Yeah. And, you know, uh -huh. but, uh, it was, I remember seeing him when I was, uh, I think when I had just started and I think he was maybe like a purple or, or brown belt. Yeah. So I have, I've never actually rolled with him or really talked with him, but uh. yeah, I remember seeing him a lot of times that, uh, and he's like, we're about the same size. He and I are mm -hmm. around the same size. Yeah. I he's, I, I think, yeah, he might be a little lighter, but, um, he's, he's bulked up quite a bit. Um, mm -hmm. He's he's a lot heavier than what I remember, you know. But uh, in terms of muscle, like yeah. he's packed down. Yeah, some he muscle. seems like a solid guy. Yeah, he's a good cat. Very too. athletic. Yeah, but um, but anyway, like that the the thinking that you're talking about, like coming into the gym, being intimidated. Yeah, you know, worried about what you're gonna look like. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, like you're right. Like you you don't need to worry about all that. Like really, that's all on you. That that. Nobody else is watching you. Yeah, uh -huh. they're they're worried about themselves. <laughs> they're worried yeah. about themselves uh -huh. just as much yep. as you're worried about yourself, yeah. right? And uh -huh. and and the gym owner is going to be super nice to you because he wants you to succeed. He yeah. wants you to be there. He wants you yeah. to like it there. Uh -huh. You know? Yeah, exactly. And and so because he wants more people there. He wants he wants yeah. that environment. Yeah, and I mean that's you know that's why I got into this business. Um, you know, I wanted to help people. I wanted to kind of create that environment where people felt empowered mm -hmm. um 
Yeah. And like, and I also, on the other hand of that, I want to have a successful business. So I don't want people like, yeah. you know, I want people to come in. Yeah. And I think a lot of like, you know, most jujitsu schools, I think, or, or any martial arts school, it's kind of along the same lines where you want your students to come in. Yeah. You want them to get better. It's the same thing I want for hustle. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of like bigger gyms where, you know, they're charging like $20 a month, $50 a month they can't really afford to really follow up with their people and they need a lot of people in there. Yeah. Like for me, I'd rather have a smaller facility where I know everybody by name. Like I know all the members at my studio. That's amazing. Um, and I've got about, you know, a hundred people. Like I don't always see all of them mm -hmm. on a weekly basis or even a monthly basis, just depending on when they're coming in. Um, but yeah, it's like, uh, you know, and I can have like personal conversations with them about mm. my family, their family, you know, what's going on in their lives. So you know, it, it's cool. I'd rather I'd rather have that than have like a big space where mm -hmm. it's just, you know, it's just empty. And I think that also goes back to why people are successful with that because it is a smaller program. Um, you know, we have a plan that works, and then we can offer. We're small enough where we can offer that support to people. So you know, same way with any like martial arts school, most people are going to have more support from their teammates because they're there to help them each be successful and each help, you know, we're here to help each other carry us on to that, like yeah. next level of jujitsu or, you know, whatever that we want to do and like help push each other and make each other better. That's awesome, dude. Now we interrupt the podcast to let you know that if you're building a website and you need a hosting service, Bluehost is definitely the way to go. If, especially if you're building it in uh, WordPress, for example. It's the hosting service I use for my website, the Flow Real Podcast, and they're super dependable, never had a problem, easy to use. I highly recommend them. Make sure you use the referral link in the description so that Bluehost knows I sent you. Also, the music you're listening to here comes from Epidemic Sound. Now, Epidemic Sound is a great service which allows you to get licenses to music with a very affordable monthly plan. It's great. And you can get a 30-day free trial if you act now. With over 35,000 tracks and 90,000 sound effects, you will find all that you will need for your projects. When you head over to Epidemic Sound, make sure you use my referral link in the description so they know that I sent you. Now, I just recently started using Monday. Um, Monday.com has what they call a work operating system, a work OS. What it is is a work management software. It's more than just a to-do list. It allows you to work with teams. You can put timelines on things. It organizes your projects in a very easy to read dashboard and it's super customizable. I love it, just started using it. Uh, I'm sharing it with my teams now. It's a great tool for you to use for your work, especially nowadays when we're working from home and we're a little more disconnected. We don't have the people in front of us to ask questions about where is this project? How are you doing on this? What's the timeline, etc., etc. So with Monday, it makes it very easy for you to kind of keep an eye on things. I love it. I love it. It's an amazing piece of software. I highly recommend it. And when you make your way over to monday.com, make sure you use my referral link in the description. Like, like, yeah, totally. Like, you know, I, you know, being in, in gyms basically since I was 15, like I forget that. I forget that 
that the people I'm there with, they're they're there trying to reach their own goals too, right? Like yeah. And so you know, just like everybody else, you 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 want you want to be happy with where you're at, and you you're helping yeah. each other, and and uh-huh. you're all kind of you know, you might have your different goals or whatever, but we're all going to the same place. Yeah. Uh huh. Like our goals may be slightly different Mm -hmm. you know but they're usually going to be more the same like most people want to like feel better Mm -hmm. they want to look better Mm -hmm. you know have more confidence and they want to like move better move without pain not get injured yeah you know yeah that's that i think if um like when i when i do any kind of fitness training outside of jujitsu it's more of that kind of stuff it's Mm -hmm. like i want to be able to move and and i want to like stop the pain you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, and a lot of that has to do with some of the strength, right? Like you have a little more strength in certain areas and some yeah. that'll relieve some of that pain. But yeah. um in terms of um in terms of like how much how many people you intend to have in, at your facility, do you do you ever get to the point where it's just like okay, we have too many people, we have to stop bringing in people or do you just keep taking people in? does it does that happen or yeah it hasn't happened in the city so right now i've got about 100 members prior mm-hmm. to the pandemic i had like 120 mm-hmm. um so i lost people and i'm you know it's always like an ebb and flow because people move especially in the city people move mm-hmm. you know especially in this last year and a half a lot of people have moved but um yeah. Yeah, there's always like an ebb and flow, but I think I'd cap out at like 150, 170 members. Yeah. Where I'd have to like kind of put new people who wanted to come in on a wait list. That's never happened before, but yeah. you know, that'd be I guess a good problem for me to have if yeah. that if that did happen. Um, but yeah, I feel like with um so my studio is about a thousand working square feet. So that's the amount of working square feet that we have for people. And we mm. do group classes with up to 15 people Mm. we also do private training too so with with that and most people they want to usually come either before work or after work so those are always going to be you know our most popular times um so with that in mind i kind of calculate it where i'd probably have to cap out at like 150 people for that size space Mm -hmm. um or just get really creative or get a lot of people who, who kind of work from home who can come at like 2 p.m., yeah. which doesn't usually happen too often. <laughs> so uh, so looking forward in terms of like the new facility, you're probably going to yeah. have the same kind of setup. You're going to have yeah. evening classes and you're going to have morning classes and each class is going to have about 15 max Hopefully, yeah yeah 15 max um so yeah it, so do they have to sign up before they come to class or do they yeah we have an app where people then we track that and then if people are not coming in then we'll kind of reach out to them like hey we haven't seen you in mm. a couple weeks like what's going on mm-hmm. um you know which doesn't happen that often but like and usually if it does there's usually you know an explanation like oh, i'm on vacation okay and usually people let us know if that's the case mm. um but uh yeah yeah there's an app and then the coach can see who's signing up the members can see like how many people are going to be in that class too um yeah usually we get like five to ten people but you know so what does kind of where we what does the schedule look like uh so in the morning for example you have are they all the same classes or do you have like a yoga class or do you have like a special like hit class or like what 
what is it what do the what does the schedule look like yeah so we have a we have a class at 6 a.m and then we have another class at noon mm-hmm. and then we have another class at night at 6 p.m it's 6 p.m that's monday through friday and, and that's have, it just the three classes a day and we all well so prior to the lockdowns we had six classes a day oh wow now we have um we have three to four classes a day now so we used to have three in the morning and then three at night uh-huh. and now we've got one or two in the morning one or two at night um the last year it's been a little you know um it's it, it's our our membership numbers are kind of like a lot of up and down thankfully they're they're you know moving in the right direction now mm-hmm. um but my goal is to add more classes in so as we have gotten more people like we have we have uh, a 6:45 a.m. class on Tuesday, Thursday, so it's like an extra time for for people to come in cool. um, in the morning, and then we do personal training when that's not going on. So, and personal training has gotten a lot more popular um, in the last year and a half. Like I've almost doubled the amount of personal training members that we have. That makes sense. So we have more times. Yeah, people want you know, and part of it's that they haven't done much in the last year, so mm-hmm. they want a little more individualized attention. And then, you know, some people are like, hey, I feel more comfortable. Um, yeah, safety-wise. You know, fewer people. Yeah. 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 So then the so then the classes are, do you have, so then is every class basically the same or is it like you're hitting, and, and when I say the same, I mean like you're hitting every body part or do you have like Monday you do mostly hinge type work? And Wednesday you do, I don't know, you know, explosive work, you know, like, or is it, is it like everything is the same? Like you have to have members say, okay, well, you either have to come to Monday or Tuesday or you come to, you know, to, to hit these body mm-hmm. parts and Thursday and Friday to hit these body parts. Or is it just like you can hit, you can come to any class. So all the workouts are going to be full body. Okay. Um, we don't do like any type of split like routine like that but Mm. people could incorporate that if they want like Mm. so like let's say you know you want to do monday wednesday friday so each day of the week the workout will change but monday we we do the same the same workout like the 6 a.m class is the same as the 6 p.m class oh interesting that way it kind of just keeps it consistent for people Mm -hmm. um which i'll get into that a little bit too but um to what you were just saying, like, um, so people could come on Monday and they could come on Wednesday and they're both going to be full body. But like, let's say you do want to do some type of split. Mm-hmm. You could go really heavy on upper body on Monday and then go heavy on lower body on Wednesday. So you have the flexibility to kind of, you know, the workouts are all going to be, you know, you're going to get out of it what you put into it. Mm. So if you want it to be more cardio based, what I tell people to do is just go a little bit lighter on the weights and then just try to move faster through everything. Oh, okay. If you want to make it more strength based, just go heavier on the weights and just rest more in between your sets. Mm. So people could do that. You know, you could go heavy on like push exercises on Monday, heavy on some of the pull exercises on Wednesday. Um, so people have the, um, the flexibility or the control to kind of, or autonomy to mm-hmm. kind of change the workout that way. Like we had one woman who was doing, um, uh, she was doing um, uh, personal training with us and then her schedule changed. So she couldn't come to those times. So she switched to doing group training and she um, had worked herself up to being able to do five pull-ups from zero. And she was just like, I'm really, I'm afraid that I'm going to lose my 
like pull-ups because I'm not doing personal training anymore. And we were like, well, no, it's okay. You can just sub out some of these other exercises and still work your chin-ups during the group classes. Oh, interesting. Um, so, so yeah. The, so if the person wants to do something or alter the, the workout, he can yeah. approach you and, and see if it's possible. Yeah. They can either talk with me one-on-one and I can give them advice. Mm-hmm. They can talk with the coach after class, but they can also ask the coach for suggestions like during the class. Mm-hmm. Same thing if someone has like an injury, like if they have an ankle injury and, you know, they can't do any type of like agility exercises or like ladder drills, um, you know, we can give them alternative things to do for mm-hmm. that. Like if there's a jumping movement and they shouldn't be jumping, we can give them more of a stationary movement or, you know, if they have a leg injury, maybe we'll give them an upper body movement instead of a lower body movement. Mm. Yeah. So like, again, just thinking about some of these people that I, that I worry about, like, how do you, like, if you had somebody in your family that you were worried about mm-hmm. who was heavy set, I do. <laughs> what do you, like, yeah. how do you get them? I guess, I mean, some people are not going to listen to you, right? I mean, they're just not going to, but, yeah. but like, the if fair share of that, but <laughs> that's, that's, that's the majority. Yeah. It's a lot of people, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, yeah. if, if, if you had your opportunity and you could give them your best pitch, like, yeah. dude, you got to do this because of this, this, and this. Uh, what would you tell them? Like, how would you, how yeah, would you go about I mean, convincing them? I mean, I have these conversations a lot with people. And a lot of it is finding out, you know, what's your goal? Like, what, what are you trying to do? And then like, why is that important to you? Like, why do you want to do that? Like, mm-hmm. what's, you know, what's essentially the problem that you're trying to solve? Like, I've had people tell me, I mean, I've heard anything I've had, I had, I mean, I would say on a monthly basis, people will break down in tears because they get very emotional about it. Because it is, it's a very emotional thing. Mm -hmm. Like, um, you know, it's an emotional business that I'm in. And, you know, there's a lot of times where I get really emotional about this stuff too. Like both ways, I I feel, um, uh, you know, I have a lot of empathy for the people who I'm I'm coaching and working with. Mm. But, you know, and sometimes I get angry. Uh, and I get angry because, you know, they're not doing the things that I, I want them to do. Yeah. Um, but ultimately it's like people are on their own timeline and I have to accept that, like, you know, I can't control everything they're doing. If they're moving in the right direction, like I'm happy for them. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, ask them like asking why it's important. Like, why do they want to do it? And that's usually going to be the trigger that's going to keep you going when, when things get rough, because like a lot of people say like, Oh, I'm lazy. I'm lazy. I'm not motivated. The whole thing is, it's like, I don't think anyone's lazy. I don't think people are lazy at all. I think it's generally like fear or self doubt that stop people from doing the things that they know they need to be doing. Like, you know, like, you know, if someone's struggling to go to the gym for the first time and this happens all the time, I only have, you know, if I had a hundred people contact me to come in, I'd probably get 50 of those people in. And that's just a numbers game. Like based on that, like I know that from doing this business for so long it, it, it's just, that's how it is. That is the hardest step for people to do is like walking in the door. And a lot of times it's that fear that stops them from doing it. So, you know, and, and just letting them know like, Hey, it's okay to be scared. There's a reason that you should be scared of these things. Cause it's like, it is unknown. You don't know what's going to happen. And for you to make progress, you're going to have to make changes and change is really scary for a lot of people. So, you know, getting people to realize like why it's important to them is is like a huge thing and then just knowing that like 
motivation is going to come and go. Like yeah. there's days like this week, I only trained jujitsu once. Like yeah. there was, I was having a rough day on Monday and I was going to go train and I was like, you know what? No, I'm just going to go home and spend time with my family. Yeah. And you know, which is good. It's not a bad thing to yeah. do that. Um, but you know, if I'm constantly doing that, then it's going to get in the way of my goals. And my goals are to get better at jujitsu, stay in shape, be a good dad, not have a dad bod. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, dad bods are rough, man. <laughs> you get to a certain yeah. age, it's unavoidable. I know. Yeah. Unless you're you, man, unless you're Chris. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I'm getting older too, but, um, but yeah, like knowing that motivation is going to come and go. So if you can kind of remind yourself, like, why is this important to me? I want to do this for my family. Mm. I don't want to end up like my parents. Like I, you know, I want to be a good husband and wife to my partner. Yeah, I want to like, be around. I don't want to yeah, die too early. I want to be around. I want to yeah. be more productive at work. And like, and we all kind of know that if you can work out and get into a good routine, mm -hmm. it's going to help in all those other aspects of your life. Yeah. But a lot of times people get like stuck in their head and they, you know, they, they talk themselves out of starting, which is, you know, like we've been saying, it's the hardest thing to do is get started. That's. I think that's stuck in your head is a good is a good phrase for for mm -hmm. for, for for what I'm thinking about because yeah. it's like uh, you you start and then you stop you like yeah you you talk yourself into and it's it it's hard to get started again once and you, then it's hard to get yeah, yeah. so you, mm -hmm. you you talk yourself into it you finally get it you get it going and then you let anything derail you and then yeah. you're you're off for another month two months a year or mm -hmm. whatever. Then you get back on the horse, you're on it for a month or two months, and then you're off again because yeah. something got in your way or it's the starting and stopping and, and letting the, the, the stopping like happen too often. Like it's going to happen. Yeah. You're going to, yeah, you're always going to, it's not, success is never a, a straight path with no. anything like with working out with your career with running a podcast yeah it's always it's always, it's always up and down <laughs> yeah like this episode is probably a, a down no, I, I, I think i think this is going great <laughs> right, I'm, glad, glad, yeah. I'm glad to hear that um, but uh because i think yeah. people who are listening and i think they know who they are people who, who who listen to this show who who need to hear some of the things you're talking about because they're yeah. you know including myself you know because i mean i get i get i get in those yeah. those places where it's just like i don't you know, I just don't feel like starting again. You yeah. Know? And I do too. And yeah. I'm, you know, a personal trainer and I, you know, I it, happens like to everybody. Well. it happens to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and they, people need to hear that from uh -huh. everyone, you know, yeah. like from like, especially a, a person that looks like you with all the, with, with all the tattoos and the muscles, <laughs> because it's like, they think, oh, well that guy just woke up like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And it's like, no, this fucking it's, guy works yeah, at it. A, yeah. Uh -huh. You know, he works at it. He, he has discipline. He watches his food. Yeah. He, he, you know, he works out and, you know, sure he has a gym. Sure. He has these advantages, but mm -hmm. it's more than just that. You know, yeah. you're, you're not just opening the doors and showing up. You're participating. Yeah. You're, uh -huh. you're, you're doing the things that need to be done yeah. in order to look the way you do and to take care of yourself yeah. the way you do. Cause it is easier. And it's like, yeah, I do own a gym and I'm a personal trainer, which definitely has certain advantages, but in some ways they're disadvantages too. Cause like being there, all day a lot of times and then like you know at the end of the day it's like am i gonna work out or am i gonna go home mm -hmm. and it's always easier to go home it's yeah. easier to not do the the thing that you're supposed to it's always easier to just you know not do it but yeah. it comes down to like you know like you said like staying disciplined which is ultimately you know having a plan and like following through with it 
like I, before I moved out here, I had a group of guys I was working out within the city, worked out, you know, three days a week. And that was the plan. And I was super consistent with that because I had those guys as a support system too. Mm -hmm. And then moving out here, it's like I moved and another guy moved too. So now we just don't meet and work out as often. So yeah, I hear you. One of the things that I've been seeing a bit, one of the things that I've gotten lucky with is, uh, I, uh, I have, a uh, Larry, I don't know if you know who Larry, um, he, he lives like not too far from here, actually. Yeah. He's one of the guys from, from the gym, from the UFC gym. But anyway, okay. uh, so I have Larry work out. I work out with him two to three times a week in the morning. Yeah. And we just, uh-huh. we just roll. We roll. We've been doing that for oh, nice. two or three months. So yeah. basically around the time I started teaching at nights. Okay. Yeah. So like I, you know, I'll, before I teach anything, I'll like, Drill it, practice Drill it, it practice yeah. it, or research it, and then figure out if it works. I'll roll with, with, with Larry, see if it works, make adjustments, and then I teach it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? And so that's what I've been trying to do. And, and, and it's not something that I just came up with. It's from talking with, with other people that I've had on the podcast, especially uh, John, John uh-huh. Lawrence, like what he does and some of the things that he talks about. Like he still researches and learns about jujitsu oh, yeah. every day, which yeah. is you have to. You have to, especially uh-huh. now that you know. I shouldn't say now. If you're if you're the the one, the teacher, the leader, the oh, yeah, you still have to stay. You still have to stay current, right? Mm-hmm. Like because yeah. it keeps evolving and something yeah. that I really didn't think about, you know. So yeah. uh, that inspired me to kind of continue, kind of learning, and then, yeah. but then at the same time, like I can't just watch a video and then go teach this. Yeah, uh-huh. I gotta know if this works or not. So yeah. I've been trying it out. I'll roll with Larry, see if it works. Then if I get a chance, I'll roll again. You know, with other people yeah. see if, again, see if it works. Uh-huh. Uh, sometimes I don't even get a chance to kind of try the thing, but just to see if I can get to the position or do the thing that I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, is enough. You know, I can say okay. Well, I can speak to it. I can say okay. This is what I've been trying. This is what I'm. This, this is mm-hmm. how I think it should work and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I agree having that support, having like, I, I'm really grateful to my partner in the morning because uh-huh. I've been able to like, and it's the same kind of thing. It's just like we're grown ups. you know, sometimes it's like, Hey man, I got, I got a bunch of work stuff this week. Yeah. It's not going to uh-huh. happen this week. I'm like, that's cool. Last week I was just like, I think I have COVID. <laughs> I took yeah. a bunch uh-huh. of tests. I'll let you know if I have it or not. You know, <laughs> I don't have it just, uh, just great, to put you great. at ease. Glad, but. You're, glad you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, but so like, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff happens, but yeah, like having. Yeah, it's stuff always well. Yeah. And then it's just like, yeah. And it's having that plan, have some flexibility yeah. to it where it's like, Hey, you know, this week it's not going to happen, but we're going to, pick right up next week and that's exactly. where the support comes into play yeah like having you know someone something to to help keep you going yeah and it's great because it's been like okay well i can't do wednesday but can we do thursday or i can't do thursday yeah. mm-hmm. can we do saturday or you know like we yep. have our days but then it's like you know we can't do it this week and we keep going but like add move the day or just screw it this week or whatever so. yeah but like yeah i mean that happens because i mean you're we're adults like yeah. we have we do adult things you know like yeah. you have the you have job you have mortgage you have yeah bills to pay you got shit yeah. you got to worry about you got if your kids. house is on fire you got to put the fire out before you can go roll in the basement yeah <laughs> probably probably a better idea to put the fire out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had, yeah and it's 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 all 
it's all like priorities. It's like, you know, it's like, yeah, I got to pay my mortgage. I have to, mm. I have to pick my kid up at daycare. Like yeah. those things are always gonna take precedent over like working out. But mm. I think a lot of times people's priorities get kind of, um, like flopped where mm. they don't prioritize their health and their fitness. Like, um, great point, you know, where people are prioritizing, um, and then this is like a priority, but it's like, oh, I need to watch, um, Bachelor in Paradise this weekend. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hear Kenny just, uh, you know, did something crazy on the show yeah. where it's like, you know, is that, is that like really a priority to you? Yes. Like, you know, and it's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. maybe it is depending on, you know, um, like if you're a writer for the show, obviously, yeah, maybe, you, yeah. it, you know, but, um, you know, yeah, I mean, a lot of times it's, it's easy to kind of you know, push like working out or like meal prep, eating healthy, like off to the side. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's okay to do those every once in a while. Like you should have some flexibility in your life and be able to not have to, okay, I have to get on the treadmill for 30 minutes a day every day or I'm going to explode. Yeah. Like you want to have some flexibility, but also find a way to just make it a priority and not overthink it. Not like, okay, I need to do a two hour hike every single morning. Like, no, even if you have like 10 minutes, like that's still like 10 minutes where you can do things that are good for your body that are going to set you up for success for the rest of the day. Yeah. And and I know it's like difficult for people to kind of manage these kind of things. Cause I mean, for example, yeah, like one of the hacks that I have is this basement. I mean, yeah. I have the, mm-hmm. I have the mats. I can yep. roll with my kids. I mean, it's not a rolling with adults, but it's rolling with the kids. Uh-huh. I get to move. I can, I can show them things and it's Time on the mat, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's it's uh-huh. something. Um, and I can do that whenever I have a moment when this fucking basement's not flooded, <laughs> <laughs> you know? But um, but also, like, you know, some, there have been nights where we come down here, everybody watches TV, this wall here moves. It's got it's on wheels. Oh, yeah. Okay. I have a projector up there. First. Oh, nice. And then move the wall, and then the we'll just project the TV onto the wall. Uh-huh. And then everybody will watch TV and I'll go lift. And then like in between sets, come over here and watch whatever they're That's watching. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then that, uh-huh. that'll that be an evening. You, know? you could do, uh, I always encourage people to do like games like that. Like if they're watching, we'll just pick on The Bachelor. Like every time. Uh, <laughs> it's such a good show. <laughs> <laughs> every time someone uses the word authentic, you have to do you know, <laughs> 10 push-ups. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> A lot of times I encourage people to do like uh, like foam rolling at home too. Yeah. It's always like easier. Like people can kind of like stretch, they can get on the floor, uh-huh. you know, do a little bit of rolling and, and things like that where, uh, you know, if it, it, it's easy to have the space to do that. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to like get yourself pumped up to do push ups or pull ups or squats. Like, you I, know, but. I love this idea of of making people jump on stuff yeah yeah because uh-huh. it was funny because like one year me and my wife took a shot uh during the presidential speech i think when bush okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, got uh elected or reelected. i can't remember anymore uh-huh. but like he he said what did he say i think it was just Don't no it was texas it was no it wasn't <laughs> texas it actually it was obama and it was like whenever he said americans we took a shot we oh, got okay. so fucking uh-huh. drunk we got <laughs> yeah. so fucking drunk. Wow. We we got to a point where it was like I can't drink anymore. This yeah. is you know. First of all, I don't drink, and second, like he said, Americans so often uh-huh. 
that it was just too much. So like, if I could have just turned that into push-ups, I'd be yeah, jacked uh -huh. right now, dude. Uh -huh. It's just like, oh, every time you said Americans, 10, ba 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 you know? Uh -huh. um, that'd be great, because I, I mean, I could put on a TV show or something and have the kids watch and then make the kids be like, okay, give me five push-ups every time someone yeah. shoots a laser uh -huh. beam or something on yeah. your TV show. Or have them even come up with the activities too. Yeah. It's all like, you know, just making it like, fun yeah like making it kind of uh you know making it a game making it you know cool and yeah. just encourage people to do it because it's like yeah i can drink when i'm playing these games but i can also we could do a workout and it's like what you know. a beautiful hack dude. <laughs> i love that man i'm gonna totally use that I'm glad, good I'm yeah, glad, yeah i like that i uh -huh. like that i like that a lot i'm gonna use that with the kids um definitely yeah. Definitely do that. But yeah, like one of the things I'll do, I'll come down here, we'll watch TV, uh -huh. I'll, I'll jump on the, you know, I'll do, I'll do, you know, I'll work out on the bench. You know, shit's a mess right now because of all the work I'm doing down here. But when it's clean, yeah, you know, I'll jump on the, on the bench, pump out a few, come over here, watch TV, you know, then the commercial comes on, I go back over there, boom, 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 come back over here. It takes me all evening. Uh -huh. But it's like, you know, we're watching TV. Yeah. You know, so like, uh -huh. what the fuck? Yeah. You know? But like, that was one of the things I needed. Like I told my wife, I was like, I need a space where we can all hang out. Yeah. And I can work uh -huh. out. If I don't have that, we shouldn't buy the house. That was yeah. one of my, um, my uh, non-negotiables too. When we were, we were buying something, I wanted to have a gym and I wanted to have a, uh, an area to hang out, like a man cave. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I called this the man cave. Uh-huh. But it quickly became just the cave. The cave. Yeah. <laughs> it, it don't, well, it's it, still like, it is your uh, your flavor to it. it kind of. <laughs> <laughs> it's not exactly all mine, but it's, you know, uh -huh. it, it's the family cave. Yeah. That's what they say. It's the family cave. Which is even better. It's just, that, yeah, yeah, it does. Because know. then it's like, okay, well, I'm down here. I'm not down here by myself. Uh -huh. you know? Which is one of the other reasons is like I painted everything white in here. Because it was dark down here it, it was great really good. i like the lights and i like yeah yeah it it's needed to be setup. bright for them to come down here so they're not afraid to come down here because mm -hmm. before it was like dark and dingy and i didn't give a fuck you know yeah. but uh, did, like nobody wanted to come down here and if i'm down here by myself i'm like it feels haunted down here <laughs> so like in order to get everybody to come down here i needed to paint everything white and uh -huh. um and make it a little more uh friendlier yeah that's but, cool it's a good setup yeah the the wife the wife still doesn't approve completely but that's okay. Yeah. You know, we turned our uh, garage, half of our garage, into a, a little a little gym area. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's not fully done yet, but it's it's most of the way there. We can at least like work out there. Um, so my wife's excited about that. That's cool now too, because you know we'll both work out. She's more like I sometimes will work out. I, I'll usually try to work out in the morning because mm -hmm. a lot of times, like, and you know this, it's like as the day goes on, it just gets harder and harder to do more stuff gets in the way yeah um so she works out either before or after work i usually work out before but sometimes you know owning a gym i can work out at the gym whenever i want yeah. for the most part yeah but it you know i understand what you're saying you have a gym but it's just like fuck I, I, I own the place do, yeah yeah uh -huh. i own the place i can't use it you know it's just yeah, like I'm, sometimes yeah yeah i'm uh -huh. so busy you know yeah yeah i i feel you man it's just like yeah it, it's it, it, you make a great point about having to do it in the morning because that's one of the things I have to do with Larry is just like, yeah. if I don't work out in the morning, mm -hmm. it just doesn't happen. Yeah. A lot of the people we have who come, I'd say like early in the morning, they, like for one, they're usually a little more consistent because that's like the only time they can come. Mm -hmm. So they'll usually come more frequently 
just to make it like a routine. But um, they tend to be more like a lot of the people who have kids or who have like jobs that are, you know, just time wise more demanding. Yeah. So they know that like, hey, I got to go in the morning to, you know, get this out of the way. Mm-hmm. Not get out of the way, but you know. Yeah, I know what you mean. Check the box. Check the box. Yeah, for sure. Because it's like, yeah. Because I mean, if you don't do it, then you're not going to be doing it at all. And it falls as the day goes on. That list of priorities you mentioned earlier, yeah. it falls mm-hmm. further and further down that list. Yeah, more and more fires to put out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so in terms of like going forward, and now that you're a brown belt, going back to jujitsu, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, you know, if one day you, you know, when you get your black belt, whenever that happens, I don't know anything. I'm not trying to, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, nobody, yeah. nobody told me anything. I'm uh, not trying to say, I'm not trying to prep you or anything. I'm just saying like one day when you get your brown belt, uh, will, you know, if you haven't opened a school, then would you open the school then? Um, then? yeah, I'm not going to kick the idea out. Like I would, you know. Like I said, obviously I love jujitsu mm-hmm. and, and I like teaching jujitsu as well. Um, you know, right now it's not necessarily on my radar, but yeah, I mean, I would, if it, if it worked out and I had the opportunity to do it, I would absolutely, mm-hmm. you know, welcome that opportunity. That'd be dope. Um, hustle, so yeah, hustle jujitsu. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so it'd be really cool. Um, and then a lot of like a lot of the training I do for myself at Hustle, a lot of it is, you know, keeping myself injury free, mm. helping myself get stronger so I can, you know, be better at jujitsu and continue to do jujitsu, you know, hopefully into my fifties and sixties. You know, so that's like my goal, you know. Yeah. Kinda continue that. That dude is crazy. Like it it's it's crazy because like he is he is you know, an older gentleman and he is still kicking it, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's amazing. And he's not like, you know, he's not fat or anything. He's, he's in pretty good, oh, goddamn yeah. good yeah. shape. He's got a six pack. Yeah. <laughs> he's an older dude and he's in better shape than some 30 year olds, than yeah. some 20 year olds. It's just like, goddamn, you know, uh-huh. I mean, fuck, you know, <laughs> you know, also like, you know, jujitsu is what he does. Right. So like, yeah, he has that opportunity to like continue to stay fit, but mm-hmm. still, man, like to be able to do it at that age or at any age. Yeah. You know? I think it, it brings up a good point. Like where I think it's, it's a lot of times it's, um, it's easier for us to stay in shape if we have like something that we're training for, like some type of like skill or some type of event that we're like getting ready for like Mm. you know um i would never like tell somebody that they should run a marathon like i think like you know running and like especially like long distance running is is very hard on your body like i grew up like playing soccer and i was actually getting injured more playing soccer than i did in jujitsu really um yeah and part of it is like you know as i'm getting older playing in some of these leagues you know you're playing with guys who or just, you know, they, they take it very serious and I'm very competitive too. Yeah. So, you know, that's part of it, but I feel like jujitsu kind of gave me, it was a little bit easier to, to kind of control things. Um, even, even when sparring with people, but, um, yeah, I think it always helps to have some type of event or skill. Like it's like, Hey, I'm, I love climbing mountains. I know that I need to stay in shape. So I'm able to you know, even living in Chicago, there's no mountains here, but it's like, 
you know, maybe I'm going to Colorado every year mm -hmm. for some, you know, hiking trip. Mm. So I need to stay in shape for that. Like I need to stay, um, I shouldn't even say in shape because the only way to be in shape is to send you a picture into shape magazine and then <laughs> you're in shape magazine, but be, be conditioned. I should say yeah, like yeah, be yeah. conditioned to do these things. So like jujitsu, you know, it, it, it gives you a good excuse to kind of keep your body healthy because, you know, if you're just training jujitsu, a lot of times, you know, your body's going to break down because you're yeah. constantly like fighting people. So you need to do things that are good for your body to kind of keep it healthy. So it gives you that excuse to, to do that. So, yeah, no, it's interesting that you say about jujitsu because jujitsu is really hard on the joints, right? So yeah, like I mean, one, it can be. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things to, to actually do is to kind of strengthen Mm -hmm. all the muscles yeah. around those joints yep. so that you're you're less likely yeah, to kind of tear totally. anything uh -huh. but uh but yeah i mean that's that's a great point um but yeah like uh there's there's so much there to unpack just in terms of like um staying healthy long term um what would you what would you uh recommend just the normal person like would you would you say okay? Granted, you have a busy schedule. You can't always, you know, uh, work out. But you should work out at the very least ten minutes a day, twenty minutes a day, mm -hmm. thirty minutes, maybe two times a week. Like, what would be the bare minimum for someone? Um, I think it. You know, it kind of depends on on what they want to do and like how much time they're willing to like give. Mm -hmm. Like, um you know, a lot of times I think people think they need to work out for like two hours a day every day mm -hmm. to, to, you know, get in shape. But it's like, no, you just, you know, just stay active, you know, eat fairly healthy. And, and that's a very vague, both very vague terms. Yeah. And so it's like, it, it just requires some, some time and some work to see what that actually looks like for you or for the individual. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's not like we're, we're not talking about like training for the Olympics and winning a gold medal. Like, obviously that's gonna, take a lot more of your time um to like get skilled enough at that sport or that activity and then to train your body to be ready for that sport or activity but um like i have an online client that i'm working with um right now he's a guy who lives in uh um wisconsin and i'm doing stuff with him virtually that's amazing and um you know for him i was like you know he I was like, you know, what could you do every day? And he's another jujitsu guy too. So he does jujitsu like three, four times a week. Mm -hmm. And I said, hey, how about we just, you know, you don't have to work out for like an hour. Like, why don't we just give you some stuff to do for like 10 to 15 minutes a day? So I just wrote him like a really simple routine, mm -hmm. which is just, I actually wrote him two routines. They're just, each one's four exercises. And he just basically does those for like 10 minutes. Oh. Um, and there's some other stretches and stuff I gave him too. I think he actually does those for like, seven or eight minutes but and what is i mean just not to get too much into that guy's personal routine but what was the goal there was it just because he's having trouble with like, like um, uh, he's trying to lose lose weight lose body fat oh okay um and uh yeah and then i'm working with him on like some nutrition stuff as well mm. um and a lot of times for that for people it's more um because sometimes it's like easier just like okay i'm gonna go to the gym or i'm gonna do these exercises whereas like a lot of times with like meal prep and meal playing, there's a lot more to that. There's a lot more to unpack, like as you just said, mm -hmm. where there's like, you know, there's emotional ties to food. Um, 
like, uh, you know, it's like kind of like if you told an Italian person that they can't eat pizza anymore, <laughs> they're going to be like, no, like, screw you. That's so racist. You know, there's some, uh, well, my wife's Italian, so I can they, say it. They don't just eat pizza. <laughs> they have pasta, pasta too. <laughs> pasta. Pasta. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, my daughter loves the movie Luca, which is uh, it's a it's an Italian themed uh, Disney movie. Oh, really? Way, but yeah, off topic, but oh, okay. I'm um, trying to remember yeah. which one that one is. I can't remember. It's where the kid turns into a sea monster. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Saw that one. It's a yeah. good one. She's obsessed with it. But really? um, oh yeah, how old is she? Uh, two and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah. At one point, my daughter was uh, obsessed with uh, Moana, but yeah, Reese likes Moana too. Yeah, yeah. She likes the the rock the song the rock sings in it yeah yeah <laughs> um that's giving my halloween costume too by the way oh that's awesome <laughs> um so then how did you get this virtual client uh he's somebody i just knew through jujitsu just from kind of uh -huh. and then he reached out to me and then um i have a few people i work with virtually um is that something you you offer openly or is that just for it certain? is it's not something i like um like i'm very like i promote the gym and i promote we have memberships here mm -hmm. like in the beginning of when we were locked down i was promoting our virtual program mm -hmm. i started our virtual program in 2019 but i think i had like three people doing it yeah and then when we had to shut down the gym i moved like 90 people over to it wow um and then you know, since we've reopened, more people have come back. So now there's there's fewer people doing it. Uh -huh. But yeah, we do virtual classes, which we stream. Mm. Um, and then I can write workouts for people. Mm. Um, How I much, have a couple people I'm doing that not, for. Not to get into prices, but is that expensive, writing programs for people? Um, I I charge like 99 bucks a month for that. Oh, okay. Like for the, the virtual program, then they get unlimited access to all the, the virtual classes, mm -hmm. which they can do live. So they can see the class live or they can, um, they can um, watch the recording like at a later time, whenever they want. That's fantastic. If they're in live, the coach can interact with them. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. You know, coach them on their form, which... You know, I'll be honest, like it's not the same as being in the studio because in the studio we can see multiple angles and walk around you, uh -huh. like mold, offer different corrections. Whereas, you know, we're just seeing something on the screen, but it's still, you know, it's still helpful. I think there's still a benefit to being in the live class as opposed to doing the recording. Mm. Um, Would you ever consider just um, giving up the recordings for, for a separate price? Be like, okay, these are the recordings for this month you can just not be part of the class but you can access the recordings for say whatever amount at a cheaper rate so that way not only does the coach not have to worry about interacting with someone but now you have this cat this library of workouts that people mm -hmm. can in to, can see at a maybe at a cheaper cost yeah i, I mean i would potentially um because that right now I have it all in the same spot where like we're there the where they log in to see the videos is the same place we post the videos. Okay. So yeah, potentially. I mean, you know, the thing with with virtual stuff, you know, it's obviously it's more scalable. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I could work with people all over the world and have yeah. unlimited number of members for a virtual program. Yeah. Because um, that sounds attractive to me. Like the idea yeah. of like. Like being able to like sign into your and watch one of your earlier yeah. classes at midnight, mm -hmm. you know, when yeah. I can't go to sleep, you know, mm -hmm. I can get up and go work out instead, you know. I and yeah, and I know a lot of people who um, 
who had gyms prior to, you know, 2020, who kind of, they, they basically closed their doors because they, they started just doing virtual stuff because there's no overhead. Yeah. You know, you, you know, you can attract more people mm. that way or, or work with a, uh, a greater audience that way. And the product doesn't have an expiration date. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be like evergreen. Yeah. Um, for me, I, I like owning the studio and I like working with the members. Mm. Um, in in that way like like having fewer people that i'm working with um like personally that kind of i guess brings me more joy brings me less stress the online space is very competitive too i mean any any gym is going to be it's a competitive space period yeah but i sort of like um having the brick and mortar yeah location for people to come to um more than i do doing the online stuff but i still have the online thing because it's like it's really it doesn't really cost me much to really have that and uh-huh. it's like another um kind of selling point for people like that's kind of how i i, I use it now uh-huh. as for the majority of people like hey if you're traveling for work you can still log on and do classes when you're you know in your hotel room mm-hmm. or in the hotel room's gym i see um, so you it's not a it's it's just a, another nice little caveat or a nice little extra thing yeah. that you you sell as part of being part of hustle fitness, not yes. as not a yeah. not a thing on its own. I see. Yeah, it. I mean, I do have some people that only do the virtual stuff. Uh huh. Um, yeah, but I don't. I don't really outside of like advertising on my website. Mm-hmm. I don't really. Um, and telling people about it, like, you know, like we're talking about it now, I don't really advertise it a ton. I see. Like I advert, like I spend money on advertising every month for, mm-hmm. you know, trying to get people into yeah. the studio. Well, you're a people person, right? I mean, you like yeah, being around definitely. people. So like, uh-huh. so like that's, that's part of what you enjoy out of this. And that, yeah. and it's probably uh-huh. where you're most effective anyway. Yeah. 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 Cause it's kind of like playing to my strengths too yeah yeah, like i'm not the most technical person uh so (laughs) i'm so nerdy this is all about me right here all this (laughs) all this tech all these wires i think when when we were uh we were trying to log in edgar was uh kind (laughs) of um messing around with the the audio and stuff and like uh i don't think i would have that much patience i would have probably i mean it wasn't that long you know Uh before you fixed it but like it probably would have taken me twice as long and something probably would have been thrown against the wall at some point it was was doing it i'll be honest it was a little uh stressful there for a minute because i'm like i'm looking like an ass here right now Uh (laughs) it was working just 10 seconds ago you know and then Uh all of a sudden it wasn't you know i don't know i don't know why it didn't work um oh no i do i do know my my dumb ass turned a knob that i shouldn't have turned um and once I was fiddling with it, I figured it out. But yeah, but uh, so anyway, um, I think we should uh, call it quits for now. But uh, before we go, do you have anything you want to plug? Like, do you have a website uh, for Hustle? Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, www.hustlefitness.com. Uh-huh. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook, uh, Hustle Fitness Chicago. And then I believe our Instagram is at hustle fitness underscore Chicago as well. Um, but yeah, if you type in hustle fitness, um, uh, yeah, you should be able to find out more about us. Um, so we have a spot in Lincoln park. So if you're in that area, uh, come on by for a free week. 
Um, and then we'll be opening the Willowbrook space probably sometime in November for a soft opening and then grand opening uh, probably in January. That's amazing. That's so soon. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right. So, like, don't worry. I'll put all those links and stuff in the okay. description. So cool. people sure will be able to. Right ones. Huh? I'll make sure you get the right Yeah, the yeah. Right ones. Send them over. I'll make sure <laughs> that people go there and they can find it. So uh-huh. uh, thanks so much for showing up today, Chris. Yeah. I, appre- yeah. I appreciate it. Thanks for it. having me. Uh, This is Egro Traves, and we will catch you next time. Bye. The music you're listening to is titled Come Back Stronger by Mylene. You can find that over at Epidemic Sound. Make sure you use my referral link in the description so that they know that I sent you. Man, it was great talking to Chris today. It was really insightful. I I knew he was a people person. He is great with people. He knows how to talk to people. And he really does care about the about helping people reach their goals. And he's and he's right, you know. Um fitness can be an emotional thing. You know, sometimes we're attached to things, patterns in our life, and, and we can't seem to, you know, break free. And there's people like Chris out there who can help you reach your goals and, and break those patterns he's got some recommended reading i will attach those to the description if you head on over to hustlefitness.com you will find everything you need to know to learn about chris chikubiak and his staff and his wonderful gym in chicago also you can follow him on instagram at hustlefitness underscore chicago thank you so much for listening and we will catch you next time behave yourselves laters